Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton-Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking the truth behind the pay gap for women and how to earn what you're worth with Jacqueline Twilly. Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain. Whatever you're saving up for, a CD from Sandy Spring Bank lets you grow your savings at a guaranteed rate. Right now, earn interest at 4.5% APY on an 8-month CD special or 4.25% APY on a 14-month CD special. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com slash cdspecials. Minimum opening deposit to earn the annual percentage yield is $500 for the 8-month CD special and $2,500 for the 14-month CD special. Member FDIC. Never in history, in my history, uh, and probably in your history, has there been a louder voice than what's going on right now with women in the careers, in the workforce. We know there is a huge pay gap for women. It exists. I have seen it my entire career. You know, for 
the last 12 plus years, I have worked in a male-dominated career. A lot of times where I am the only female in the room, let alone the only female that is under 40. And, uh, you know, there's inequalities. I've been called honey and sweetheart, and lots of people think I'm the secretary or the assistant. And I usually just smile and, and politely go about my way. But it's frustrating. It is very, very frustrating. And women are taught to just, I think, suck it up and smile and heed to, you know, especially if it's an older male. And that just creates what we're seeing, uh, a ripple effect in every which way, whether it leads to actually sexually abusing somebody in the workforce or just the pure fact that Women aren't seen as smart, as intelligent, as resourceful, as impactful in the workforce as their male counterpart. And the crazy thing is, is that women actually need more money than men. We're going to live longer than most of our male counterparts. We're going to start and stop our careers. We have children. We take care of maybe our, our parents as they age. There's going to be a lot of impactful things that happen in our money story, and yet we're earning less money than our male counterparts, and it's just causing all sorts of chaos. And, you know, my hope is really that for the younger generation of girls and women that are coming up, that you come up in a society, in a workforce where you are valued just as much, where there isn't that prejudice, where your skills can be on par and you could be compensated the exact same amount than a male would be, if not more. And, you know, there are a lot of careers, there are a lot of companies, there are a lot of places where women are valued that way, where they are respected in that way, you know, where their pay is equivalent to their male counterpart, but there's still a large section of society, of companies, of beliefs in this country that are the other way around. And I don't really know the answer. I don't really know how to change that. I don't really know how to make that better, except we have to absolutely keep trying. We have to keep working to actually change the culture. You know, it's one thing right now to be to be talking about all of this, which is great because women finally have a voice. And when we get the voices out there, all the voices, we need to figure out how do we actually come together and create some sort of positive change so that this pay gap for women in the workforce and earning what you're worth can finally not be a subject that we actually have to talk about because it's actually happening. I mean, wouldn't that be just like an amazing day? I know even just in my career path, being a certified financial planner, uh, you know, there are 23% of us that are women. 23%. And that number isn't getting better year after year after year. That number stays around the same percentage. And so, you know, it's creating a really interesting dynamic in financial planning and financial advice. And, uh, you know, it's going to be fascinating to see what happens in the future. But I hope that more women are inspired to go out there and create the careers and, the, and accomplish the dreams and the goals that they have. And that Money is not a limitation because you are able to make the exact same amount of money. So one of my very favorite guests that we've had on the podcast multiple times is Jacqueline Twilley. She is a negotiation expert. She speaks all the time on this issue of pay gap for women and 
how you can actually work to proactively earn what you're worth. She is just a powerhouse out there who is talking and writing and really trying to make a positive change. So I thought, what better time than now to bring Jacqueline back? This is actually an episode that was played last year, but it is ever so, gosh, so important now to replay this episode because I think everything that Jacqueline is talking about are things that we can continue to hear over and over and over again so we can all work, men, women, whatever nationality you are, wherever you come from, whatever the color of your skin is, so that we can really work to bridge this gap and so that we can all earn what we're worth, every single one of us. Yeah, so in 2017, we haven't made hardly any progress in terms of closing the wage gap. So we've been right right around the 78, 79 cents for the past three years, which is really frustrating. However, there's some great news. California, a few years ago, passed some equal pay legislation that moves the needle forward in terms of the type of the type of language surrounding what equal pay is for equal work. So really clarifying some of those vague phrases is going to start moving the needle towards closing the wage gap. Last year, there was a lot of buzz around the city of Boston and the state of Massachusetts as a whole, making it illegal for employers to ask what your previous salary was when it comes to a job application. And the reason why that was such an important piece of legislation that was passed is because women are paid less than men. It's a proven fact. So when you pay someone based on what they earned in their last position, you're not giving them the opportunity to earn the market rate. So that legislation was phenomenal in many ways because it's addressing one of the root causes that helps women um, stay stagnant in their wages. So that's a little bit about what's going on. Wow. that I think that's so super important because you're right. I mean, you know, whatever, whatever kind of starting salary you start at. I mean, there's so many different things that are, you know, if we're just even looking at it financially, I mean, that could really change kind of your whole like financial trajectory. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you know this better than anyone. You know, most people invest a percentage of their salary. So when it comes time to get a raise or promotion, if you're giving a percentage, but you already started beyond behind the market rate, you're never going to catch up. But if you were paid at the market rate and the compound interest from what you invested in your 401k or whatever retirement plan you use would be increased that much more. So it's really, really phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, awesome. So like how do women, I mean, the women that you work with, how do they even know if they're getting paid, you know, kind of under the, you know, the, the market rate? How would they even find that out? All right. So that's a great question. Part of the new legislation that's going around is in part addressing that, that people can't talk about how much they're paid. So in some cases, women will find out only because someone tells them. In other cases, they have a sneaking suspicion like, I think such and such is getting paid more than me, but there's no evidence. And then for some folks, they come to me and they say, this is the market rate for my city, but this is what I'm being paid. 
and that market rate is different. So we've talked about this before on the podcast. The market rate is what you get paid for your position with your experience in your geographic area. A lot of folks use online resources as their way to determine if they're being paid at the market rate. So LinkedIn salary, Glassdoor, Payscale, those are some of the websites that folks go to. But in addition to that, some of my clients have been finding out that they're not being paid at the market rate because they have mentors or they're a part of a professional association. And just through general conversation, they're learning that they're being underpaid. Interesting, right? So like a variety, there's no like true one place, but a lot of times maybe it's even just kind of a, a sinking or a sneaky, you know, premonition that you might have. Right. Very interesting. So let's back up a little bit from there. So, you know, when when you're either trying to negotiate, maybe this is two separate questions, but when you're trying to negotiate either a pay raise or like into a, a new job and you're a female, um, you know, what are some of the things you should be thinking about or you should sort of have in your arsenal ahead of time so you could really like effectively negotiate? So one of the things is you do want to be aware of the market rate. There are a lot of people who guess what they want their next salary to be, and they base that on how much their expenses are. And they're like, well, this is how much my bills are, so I, I need to make X amount of dollars. And the proper way to do that is to determine the market rate using some of the resources I mentioned earlier. But as equally as important as understanding what the market rate is, it's really understanding the unique skills you bring to that position and how that's going to benefit the company. So when you think about your interview prep and you think you're looking at the company's goals and objectives and their competitors, you really want to hone in on how you can add value to that organization with your special skills. And throughout the interview process, really talk up what you can do for that company, why you're the right person for them to hire, Beyond your hard worker and you're driven and you're really passionate about whatever it is that you do, pull out the big guns and tell them, you know, I have a a special skill. I can work Excel spreadsheets like no one else and I can do pivot tables or, you know, whatever it is that you're a specialist in, really talk about that. And even if you're a creative person, I've worked with a lot of people in the creative industry who say, you know, I can't quantify my creativity. But there's value that you bring to whatever organization it is if you're creative. So think about the metrics, what sets you apart in the creative community and talk about those skills. And that's what's going to help you drive that conversation forward. Once you understand what the market rate is, you back that up with why you deserve to earn this much. And if you have any specialized certifications or skills, You want to bring that up because in some cases, you might be one of those people who could earn at the top end or a little above the industry average. Interesting. Yeah. And and how much do you need to know ahead of time the the company or like the company background or any projects they're working on? Does that stuff matter? It matters immensely. So as I mentioned a few minutes ago, you want to prepare just like you're preparing for a job interview, especially if you're already in the company. So right now, there are lots of Fortune 100 companies who have 2020 goals. So in 2020, they want to be a company that is known for X, Y, or Z. 
for one company, I know they're transitioning from being a traditional company to a tech company. So all of their employees are having to skill up and they're taking specialized training. So if you're already an employee of this large organization and they have these 2020 initiatives, one of the things that you should be speaking about when you talk to your supervisor in your one-on-ones, both formally and informally, is how you're progressing towards getting those certifications. And if you're knocking it out of the park and say, yeah, you know, the pass fail rate is like a a 92% if you're going to pass or if you're average, but I actually got a 98% on this. And I'm really curious about this subject. And because I'm so good at it, I'm going for the advance, which is above and beyond what the company calls for. So as you're mentioning these specialized skills and knowing what's going on in the company, but also what's in the marketplace, you're letting your employer know or potential employer know that you know the landscape and you're a person that is going to be a big asset to the company moving forward. In those moments when money is just not moving as fast as your dreams, Earnit provides the financial momentum you need to keep moving forward. Earnit is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnit app and verify your paycheck. Then you access up to $100 a day as you work and you can leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I honestly would use Earnin in lots of different ways, but what's on my mind recently is I need a night out. I need some good tacos to sip on a few virgin margaritas and celebrate you all helping this podcast earn 26 million downloads. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. Gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin' Money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin' Money under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, subject to your available earnings daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied, or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. (laughs) I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. 
Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash E-T-M. Go to joindeleteme.com slash E-T-M and use code E-T-M for 20% off. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited and it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash etm. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals. So you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features and view the product roadmap. This my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. 
That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash ETM for your extended 30-day free trial. Guys, I cannot wait to tell you about a new company I discovered. It's called Simple Contacts. Simple Contacts is a super convenient way to renew and reorder your contact lenses from anywhere in minutes. I did it from their mobile app myself. And if you're as busy as I am, you know how much of a time saver that is. But what I love are all the benefits that Simple Contacts offers. It's convenient. It's speedy. I took the vision test that is self-guided in less than five minutes. And it was fun. Licensed ophthalmologists review every exam so I know I'm getting the right prescription. This isn't a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam, but for renewing and reordering, it's a new favorite. In Simple Contacts, they offer all the brands of lenses you're familiar with. Plus, they save you money. I mean... That makes me really happy. I was so impressed that Simple Contacts was actually simple, so I've saved time and money, which is my favorite combination. But look, don't just take my word for it. Give it a try yourself. Get $30 off your contact lenses by going to simplecontacts.com slash mymoney and enter my money at checkout. Again, get $30 off your contact lenses by going to simplecontacts.com slash mymoney and enter my money at checkout. Yeah, very good. Yeah, I always say like, you know, you don't just you don't just say like, okay, this is my skill. I'm good at this or I'm good at that. You know, if you can relate it back to uh, the company or a project or anything specific, I think that really helps them, you know, at least in their head go, okay, well, this, you know, this will work for us. Yeah, it, and that's what they want to know at the end of the day. They want to know right. how to help us. What's and- in it for me? <laughs> Yeah, if, if you keep that at the forefront of the conversation, this is how I can help benefit you and help you reach your goals, then it opens the door for you to go in and command the salary that's appropriate for your skill level. Yeah, absolutely. Wow, I just have so many questions. So and in a lot of the people that, especially women that you're working with, are you finding any um, trends in uh, you know pay scale if they're going in to interview with, say, a woman boss versus a man boss, are there any are there any different strategies that should be used? So that's one thing that I'm paying very close attention to. I will tell you this. Women tend to feel, the women that I have been working with, tend to feel more comfortable negotiating with a man as opposed to a woman. And I'm really digging into it to try to understand why that is. But science also shows that women are hard on women when it comes to negotiation. And so I don't know if that's because they want you to, they had to work so hard to get into the position mm. that they're in. So they want you to work equally as hard and they don't want to be seen as being too lenient. So there's um, definitely a fine rope to walk. But I will say this, whether you're negotiating with a male or a female, the most important thing to do is approach these conversations and every negotiation is just a conversation. Approach the conversations with confidence, not arrogance, because you don't want to put a bad taste in anyone's mouth. When we talk about career, these are long-term relationships that we're developing. So you don't want to start off on a rocky foot. So really gauge how your conversation is going with that person, male or female, and kind of get a vibe for how the conversation is going. And if they're asking you questions that pertain to your competence 
it's time to step it up a little bit and let them know why you're good at what you do. But if they're asking you more questions related to how you work in a team environment, they might want your personality might be coming off a little strong and they want to know how do you work with others and is this going to be an issue for them? So you do want to be very aware of how these conversations go to know which parts of your skill set you need to showcase at that time. Oh, that's I love that. That's very interesting. Yeah, because so often like we're we're so trying to think ahead of, you know, answering their questions that we're not thinking about, okay, what are the questions really mean that they're asking us? I love that advice. Yeah, and in my workshops, I often refer to this example. There's a show called Blackish. And there's one episode where the mom, Rainbow, is talking to the teenage daughter. And she's like, oh, open up to me. I want to be your friend. I'm your mom. But, you know, talk to me. And the teenage daughter is like a typical teenager. Like, yeah, whatever, mom. Like, leave me alone. (laughs) But one day, the teenager goes to the mom. And she starts spilling her guts about what's going on at school. And the mom gets so excited. She's caught up in her head. And she's like, oh my God, yes, this is our moment. We're bonding. How wonderful. She's talking (laughs) to me, opening up, and she's going on and on and on. Then the teenage daughter says, so what should I do, mom? And the mom has to say, oh yeah, like do that. She was so caught up in her own head that she didn't hear a word her daughter said. So she missed that moment. And oftentimes we can be so busy trying to put our best foot forward that we get caught up in our own head and we do something similar. We completely miss the point of what the interviewer is asking us or what our supervisor is saying. And then we say something that makes no sense. And then it comes off as you're not prepared or you're not interested And then that's the end of it. And then you start wondering, like, what happened? How did that conversation go so south so fast? And it's because you were overthinking. Yeah, that's such a great point. So uh, what about, you know, I'm getting a lot of questions from people who are going in for like kind of their annual reviews and, you know, their boss will flat out say to them, um, you know, we don't have any extra money this year. You know, are there any other ways around that or any other things they should be thinking about as far as negotiation? Absolutely. One of the things I really stress that my clients learn is learn when the fiscal year budget is set for the company that you work for, especially when it comes to performance reviews. Oftentimes, the time of year where the budget is set and the time of year where your performance review happens isn't the same time period. So there really isn't any money because the budget is firm for that year. So a few minutes ago, I mentioned you want to have formal and informal conversations with your supervisor. Those informal conversations should be right before the budget is set, maybe a month or two before, so that they know your aspirations to progress in the company. And they also understand that you're adding significant value. You're going way above and beyond what your job description is. So if you are more aware of when that budget is set, you can get ahead of that conversation. If, let's say, you're just hearing this podcast, the budget was already set, you're going into your performance review tomorrow, how should you navigate this conversation? 
you want to lead with what you've been doing since your last review or since the time you've been hired. And really talk about the number of projects you've been working on and the milestones that you've reached and the contribution to the overall company goals. And so one of the things I tell people is that your supervisor is really busy. They might manage you and several other people, but they also have their own work to do. So they're not going to remember every time you hit it out of the park because they're just that busy. So it's your job during that performance review conversation to bring those things up, but not just as a brag session, to talk about how you're really engaged in the company, you're committed to the company's goals, and this is the appropriate time to let them know what you would like to do in the future. So don't just stop at your accomplishments and those milestones, but be forward thinking and share with them, you know, within the next two to three years, I would like to move into this role. How can we establish a plan for me to get there? And of course, along the way, as my job duties change and my titles change, I would like to be compensated at the proper rate. So being very upfront with that, but leading this entire conversation with the value you're adding to the organization can really shift the dynamic of how your performance review goes. Wow, that's awesome. Such great advice. Yes. Um, okay, so so one last question. I probably have like 50 more, but just one last question. So kind of going back to, to women and, and the wage gap, you know, what do you think, you know, even the next 12 months, like... What do you think needs to happen in order for us to really begin to, you know, bridge this gap? Are there are there any things that that we can be doing just as like women ourselves in our communities or, you know, what what does it look like? Yeah, so what there are so many things that we can do. One of the things being aware of the company's maternal and paternal paternity leave policies because that time off when women aren't working, men typically stay engaged in the workforce. And so there's something called a mommy penalty where when you tap out of the workforce because you, you know, have to recover, your body has to recover from birth. Um, oftentimes women get penalized because they haven't been working the full year. So being aware of your policies and how those impact your organization and having very honest conversations in your workplace about that is one way. Another thing is, you know, if you're a mentor and you're part of a professional association, share with the other women in your organization some of the figures that you've earned. You don't have to give your exact salary, but ballpark it. Let other women know what type of salary they should expect to make based on their experience level and their job duties. And also include men in these conversations because we know men out earn women for very similar work. And so in addition to that, you want to pay attention to the local legislation that's being passed in your city or state because those can also impact your wages. So in Massachusetts, where it's soon going to be illegal for employers to require you to put your salary history, it can still be optional on a job application. So it's really important for the women in that area to understand that going forward, I think December is the date where this law, it goes live. You don't have to put your salary history anymore. So mm -hmm. if you don't that, you're still going to fall into that trap. And so the law doesn't benefit you. So those are just some of the things that we can do to be aware of that. And then lastly, I will say this. 
you have to ask. You know, a lot of times when it comes to a salary negotiation, women are really concerned about being liked. And because they are so concerned about being liked, they don't want to ruffle any feathers. They don't even want to have the conversation about compensation because they're too nervous. They're fearful. They don't know what people are going to think about them after that conversation. So if you really prepare thoroughly to go in and discuss your salary compensation, your total compensation package with the appropriate people in your office, that's one more way we can move the needle forward and close the wage gap. Wow, that's such great advice. So how can people find out more about you, more about what you do, more about your services? I am on all of social media. My name is Jacqueline Twilly, probably most active on Twitter. But you can visit my website, uh, check out my first book, Navigating the Career Jungle. It's a guide for young professionals that's available on Amazon and Google Play and the Apple Bookstore. But yeah, definitely, if you have any questions, send me a tweet. Let me know. I'd be more than happy to give you some guidance. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jacqueline, for your expertise. Um, I think this is just like a topic that we cannot talk about enough. So I'm so thrilled to have you as a guest. Thank you so much. I am always thrilled to be on this podcast because you're one of my favorite podcasts. So um, the feeling is mutual. I'm always excited to talk to you. Jacqueline also has some great videos on YouTube about negotiation. So I'm going to make sure and link those in the show notes. But again, I feel like we cannot talk about this subject enough, but hopefully soon, 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 we won't have to talk about this subject at all. That is certainly my hope and my wish. As always, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Shauna Game. And if you love this podcast, do me a favor, share it with your friends, shout it out on social media, and head on over to the link in the show notes to leave us a five-star review. We've all spent more time with family lately. It can feel like old times, but your mind is on the future too and what you can do to shape it. At Sandy Spring Bank, we work with clients to help them grow and protect their money with wealth management, trust services, and insurance so they can enjoy today and ultimately pass along their wealth. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your dreams. Visit sandyspringbank.com wealth. Wealth and insurance products are not FDIC insured, not guaranteed, and may lose value.